Hello, listeners, and welcome. Twelve Sided Stories presents Otherworld London, an actual play RPG podcast that uses the seventh edition Call of Cthulhu system. We weave macabre, gaslight era tales of terror and suspense for your listening enjoyment. Our games are story driven and rules light. Now, our keeper for Otherworld London, Wes Otis. Let's jump right into it. First, let's introduce our players. We'll start with uh, Terry. Hello, I'm Terry Gamble, playing Alizé Carew, shopkeeper, antique stealer, and lover of um, Celtic hunter gods, <laughs> and a boy named Benny, also lovely, but not a Celtic hunter god. So, uh, Kelsey? Hello, I'm Kelsey Osborne, playing Maggie Cooper. The prostitute who is a co-owner of the Rose Petal. Hi, I'm Mac Beauvais and I can hold my liquor and I'm also playing <laughs> Ethel Prendergast. <laughs> Ethel is very much a part of the spiritualist movement and has come from Georgia and the US of A across the pond to London and seems to be perhaps in the lineup of murderers regarding Rose. And I'm Michelle Otis, and I am playing Eugenia Penbottom of the Lancashire Penbottoms. And this is all so thrilling, (laughs) except that I'm going to have to throttle Mabel. All right, so that brings us to our recap of last episode. Basically, you guys went to Rose's funeral. Uh, Mabel was there. She acted, you know, quiet and reserved. Uh, Then as everyone left, all the bells and all the different graves started to ring and the white woman appeared. And I should be clear when I say that it's (laughs) (laughs) ghostly, ghostly woman. She was chasing you guys across the graveyard when the Celtic God appeared and you were saved. Each of you had different things happen to you. A news report came out saying that the ladies of the Royal London Spiritual Society had some members that could be connected with murder and prostitution. I'm quite sure I don't know what you mean. And Ethel got a visitor from Scotland Yard to ask some questions. Mm -hmm. And though he was very honest saying that he did not feel in his gut that she was responsible, he did warn her that it was possible that more of these charges could come up because people with a lot of clout and pull were behind the news story. Babel. Maggie had this whole thing with dealing with somebody basically spiking their makeup to cause damage with some kind of acidic powder. That is where we pick it up. Yes, Ethel? Since there has been a passage of time, I would like to inquire if I have gained any more insight from this book that will eventually drive me into complete madness. (laughs) Please. Because I currently have two spells. Right. Right. That you know that you're... You're learning. Accurate. Um, Right. Because even the ones that I have currently are nebulous at best, but considering all of the, um, how do I put it delicately, shit that we're in, Mm -hmm. I feel like having additional spells that I can throw out or possibly completely fumble at an inopportune moment (laughs) would be great to have. (laughs) Okay, so. Every little bit helps. 
a lot of the stuff talks about really run-of-the-mill devil angel kind of crap and, and not very inspired actually sure not not like you know something that's that you would even think is credible but then weaved within it are certain passages where the author has scribbled little writings and notes in between mm-hmm. the sentences sure and In one case, he talks about contacting a vampire from beyond the stars. Mm -hmm. Oh, from beyond the stars? Because I do have a vampire spell. Also like a vampire. What? Not a beyond the stars alien vampire. That's what, as you've been learning, it's about a a creature that you can summon Mm -hmm. that takes on some of the characteristics of a vampire. Mm. Delightful and sexy. Yes. I'm into all of it. (laughs) <laughs> that's the first thing that you're you're kind of learning about okay um as for casting spells and all the rest of it you're learning the the things are imprinting. eventually we will be sponsored by audible.com is what you're telling right me. everything okay. is or the great of, courses plus basically as you're reading the stuff that he's printed in the books like actual the actual typeface all that stuff sure. is relatively benign it's the stuff that's scribbled throughout it's the half-blood prince notes right Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely what were the other spells real quick so i have two currently i have spirit of the air okay and then i have summon and bind a vampire Ooh. okay from beyond the stars is perhaps a new twist on the vampire yes yes so i'm going to write that down okay because i occasionally take notes (laughs) i'm gonna just say that you guys get back together mm-hmm. after the newspaper, probably. Oh, absolutely, because that newspaper was oh, slanderous yes. at best. Yeah. To be fair, I don't think that Maggie probably has, like, the formal education to really, like, probably read a newspaper. Right, which is why I didn't really bring it up much in But I part. imagine, like, the other ladies have, like, filled me in on basically what it says about my ilk. So all of you show up around the same time because there's a proper time to show up at someone's house. Well, absolutely. Even in the South, we know this. Right. (laughs) Godfrey comes up to you, Eugenia, and goes, "Um, Ma'am, your associates from the society are out front, and with the master's upset way, would you like me to bring them in? Or would you like to adjourn to maybe someplace else? Well, um. I don't want to. I don't want to leave them on the porch for too long. I understand, Godfrey, how these things are done. <laughs> of course, ma'am. <laughs> if you make us now. go around back. Show them into the drawing room and serve my husband his breakfast in the sunroom. Of course, ma'am. You must understand in my mind they're on opposite sides of the house. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> At, of all course. Times. At all times. At all times. As I always say, yes and. <laughs> so... Godfrey comes to the, to the door, the butler, and says, please uh, make your way to the 
to the drawing room. Oh, thank you. Much obliged. You gives you this odd look. What? <laughs> Nothing, please. Thank you. All of them do. It's it's quite all right. <laughs> so he leads you into the drawing room and says, I'm going to go tend to master of the house and leaves. Kind of has this look of disapproval on his face. And I've closed the doors. Oh, yes. Of course. Perfect. And Delightful. suddenly you hear this, oh, oh, and this like, Breaking of glass, steps to the door, and a knock on, on the door. Is everything all right? I assume that is it your shall be. husband. Give me a moment. Yes. And I go out and I close the doors behind me. Yes. Godfrey just kind of like standing there, totally side glancing you, and your your husband's like, <laughs> and pointing towards the front door as in, they need to leave. Or what? Snap! Eugenia is Are you going to leave me? Would you like a divorce on the society pages? Of course not, dear. We're married for life. Now, whomever I choose to associate with is my business. Do I ask you who you associate with? Do I ask you how many of your friends may have frequented the establishment of dear Maggie? Do I ask who uh, your friends? No, no, I do not. Because no. it is none of my business. <laughs> I understand, dear, that you're upset. And of course, I would never do anything to hurt you. Oh, of course, I, I love you too. Well, yes, my dear. He turns around and walks away. <laughs> oh my God, that was so And Godfrey kind of turns around and walks back. Oh, Godfrey. Yes, Mum. May I have a word with you? Of course. I'm so sorry to do this to you, but it's the scullery's day off, and um, my chimney upstairs needs cleaning. Uh, of, of course, ma'am. Uh, I'll have one of the... Uh, no, the no, I... I, like I said, it's the scullery's day off, and, and Mrs. Fitch is quite put out. She's very busy. I'd appreciate it if you could do it for me. Of course, ma'am. I'll, I'll get right, right on it. Socks, you know, skulks away. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> <Pembo> is gone. <laughs> this is Eugenia's if, episode. In, <laughs> in modern terminology, mm. that would be snitches get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> like, girl, girl, get For him. Real, get him. For right, real, it's so good. Eugenia goes back into the drawing room, and uh, what do you guys go ahead and talk? May I assume that was your husband? Yes. And that he does not approve based on the recent newspaper? Correct. Most of the time, he does not inquire as to my associates. However, in light of the very public facts now and assumptions... 
It makes his name look, well, you know. Ladies, I would like to go ahead and clear the air that while you understand where Rose and I stood and that I was protecting her, that I also had nothing to do with the untimely passing of my husband. Of and I hope that you not. understand that. We did think you've yes. been nothing but, but lovely. And, of course. And, and very much a light and support for our group. But I have been visited recently by a police officer, and I have been mm. accused of several things which I do not appreciate. Yeah. In yeah. fact, there was some tell that four women had entered Rose's home. We was we were, we were seen. There was a possibility, though. I did try to deflect any kind of attention towards well, ourselves. Someone may, may have identi- identified us. Elise, it's all right. Honestly, there's been quite a number of us within the society, and. Considering that we found a particular handkerchief at the scene, it is quite plausible that we were not the only callers upon Rose's home after her untimely passing. That's Look, true. I, ha- I don't want to cause any of you trouble. And I know that a lot of what was said in that article was about all of you perusing along with a prostitute, and I really, I can't have all of your reputations at stake. I really, I can't, and I'm... My reputation is already at stake, even if I did not have the untimely passing of my husband. Uh, You will recall there was a mention of a black widow, which is very much in reference to me. Anything, because I am in this country and do not sound as though I am from this country, so in that we are sisters in arms. And as as you may or may not have heard through the door, whomever I choose to associate with is my business, no one else's. It is mighty appreciated. I, I, I also don't have, I mean, I, I my reputation is, well, this is my reputation, I guess. It, it's fine. I just, I feel terrible. I mean, I never intended to... to jeopardize your reputations or anything with belonging to the society. Like, I really only wanted to get to know the eccentric women of London. I never intended to drag your reputation through the mud. This was never my intention. Maggie, I would say... You're, you're a lovely person. You're a lovely person. You can't help your circumstance. Is it fair to say that none of us have really felt that we are part of this society which is so badly mislined mis- us at this point and we've been slandered by? I feel that in this group in the four... We have become our own group with a much greater success rate than that of our predecessors who have really nothing going for them. Very true. I agree. I am concerned, though, with what may have gone ahead of us with Mabel and whatnot. I think we need to get down to business and figure out what is going on. I do believe Mabel is up to no good. She might already be possessed by maybe the same... Spirit or character. You think Mabel could be possessed? That might have taken Rose. Something was very much amiss in that entire situation. And I don't know what has taken a hold of her. Because she... She is quite wretched. She's never been nice. Mm -hmm. But I don't recall her being 
quite evil, like evil. the woman in white who yes. was... There is something obviously going on where she has caused to hide things from us and from the rest of the world at large. And that alone is enough to condemn her. If she's going to slander us, the only recourse that we have is to go back against her twice as hard. Fire with even greater fire. Precisely. Now about that handkerchief. Have you kept it? Of course. Now, do we want it to fall into the hands of the newspaper or into the hands of... Scotland Yard. Scotland Yard. But is that quite enough if you were handing it off considering we were part of the society versus finding it at a crime scene? True. Look, I know it's not... An anonymous parcel. Well... How else would they have gotten hold of it? One thing just just to say that they would probably come back with is she was in the house with the rest of you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. During, and she could have dropped it at any time, which that's what that's what they with you, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> if that's acceptable to you. <laughs> also no judgment. Oh, we need to find out what's really going on with Mabel. And I also I think she's evil. Yeah. Well, she's always been evil. No, I think she's been taken over by an evil spirit that's more evil than she is right now. I'm not even sure if it's a spirit. She definitely has gotten herself into some sort of hot water, and Mm. she cannot seem to extricate herself without slandering our names. Maybe she's made a deal of some sort. That could be true. I I think that, um, yes, I, I, I'm in agreement with you, Miss Pen- Prendergast. Um, I do apologize there's an extra awe <laughs> on it that people do not expect. I do agree with you, however, that she probably got herself in over her head, and now she doesn't know how to get out. I believe maybe she summoned something and well, doesn't know. Especially considering how apt she was at trying to make sure that everybody was coming to her place specifically and there was a spirit and she wanted to prove herself as credible. I'm not sure apt was quite the right word, but... <laughs> In these, considering these times, it's a bit, uh, I'm a bit muffled here. It's just a bit I think there's been some things around her for quite some time. Things were moving around her house. And she thought that the servant was doing it. But I have had a suspicion for quite some time that it was not just the servant. Yes, you... Moving things in her home. It's not just Godfrey. I think there's been things in her home that are unexplainable as of yet. Mm-hmm. But I think that maybe if we put our heads together, maybe do a little research, we could find out what exactly was going on. I agree. I, I do apologize, ladies. My head is a bit uh, wrapped up in this particular tome that I have uh, been combing over. Oh, you've over. been reading the book, haven't you? A considerable amount. Have you learned anything? Honestly, not a lot. It seems that the things put in the margins have been of the most import versus the actual text within the book. So I, I, I uh, apologize wrote- if I'm a bit uh, muddled right now. I, I believe I've used the wrong words a couple of times. It's, it's been right? quite a lot to absorb. Maybe you should take a break. I'm concerned. I'm not sure that our current predicament can allow for me to slow down on my interest in this book. 
However, you do know how when sometimes you're studying something so much and you can't really uh, uh, understand it and you need to take a break from it for a while mm -hmm. in order to come back to it with a fresh mind and fresh eyes. I do appreciate your concerns, but given these troubled times that we have had, it's something of most import to me. Well, tread lightly. Mm -hmm. You hear a, a knock on the door. Okay, does Godfrey go to get it? Godfrey's cleaning out a... I know. Uh, a, a flu? Chimney. No, it's a <laughs> oh. knock on the, the study oh, door. the drawing room? Okay. The drawing room. Okay, I go to answer it. It's Mrs. Fitch. She goes, uh, do you need tea or anything? The door was closed and I'm not sure if we should enter or not. Ladies, would you, any of you like some tea? I would love some. I would not object. Whatever everyone else is doing... Yes, Mrs. Fitch, that would be lovely. Thank you for asking. And, uh, Godfrey's doing a wonderful job. Thank you for that. It's so nice to see that the chimneys are being cleaned properly. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Mrs. Fitch. And despite all this intrigue, you probably noticed that, uh, Ethel is still carrying the book and sort Can't of sneaking... Stop kind of sneaking glances at it in between all of the conversation. Mm -hmm. Or you all have tea and you talk some more. What's, where do you go, I guess, out of character? Uh, you know, where does, where do you guys think the group is going to go next? What, what, what is the next step that you'd like to do? That's very difficult. I feel like we're very much in a corner. I would suggest going to Alizé's because we were going to look perhaps yeah. through that yeah, trunk. That trunk. Mm -hmm. Right. In this angry room. Yeah, I also this would is like my to... angry room. <laughs> we need I, to find out I, more I, about I, the like Celtic artifacts and yes. if there's anything, you know, that is questionable or anything right. that gives us any clues. Okay. Her um, fanfic about horned gods. I mean, there might be something in there about him, so I'd like to know. I think that Maggie would also like to see if. Tommy has anything to say, especially considering the article that just came out that specifically seemed to uh, point some blame at the prostitute that everyone seems now, to be hanging around. Here's the next question with that in mind. Um, tonight, I mean, it's Thursday. You guys are supposed to meet up and have like the lunch talk. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, Screw blah. them. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. Are you going to show up? Or are you just uh, not going to well, show up? Well, hold on a second. All right, so out of character here. Okay. Because uh, I'm doing the out of character motion that you cannot see on a podcast. Um, so the issue with going, not going to that is it does ostracize the four of us in a way that... Even more. Even mm -hmm. more. I feel like even if a couple of us showed up to this in some way or another, that's going to help... Uh, Fight the fact that four people were seen outside of Rose's abode. Back in character. Now, considering the kind of trouble that we are in, I do think that despite the fact that we have sort of formed our own group, aside from the Royal Society, a few of us in good standing should probably show up so as to 
deal with any kind of negative discussions about ourselves. However, Maggie, I do believe you had a gentleman that was a bit intrigued by you at Mabel's estate, and she will be somewhat otherwise engaged with the society. Well, I mean, I might be able to distract him and try to get some sort of information, if that's what everyone would like me to do. I feel like that might be not a terrible idea at this point. Uh, I am conflicted, though, because I believe, Eugenia, dear, you should probably be there as a member in good standing. I am myself not so much in good standing, but it might not be a bad idea I, to ha- appear I, I, anyway. I'm happy to go with you. Oh, with yes, we can go, and we can sit on either side of Mabel. Ooh, perfect. Although it might be suspicious of the two people that have the most aspersions cast against them be absent. So, Maggie, do you mind terribly doing something separate while the rest of us attend this meeting? No, that's quite all right. Quite all right. But understanding that in no way do we think less of you for doing so. Well, listen, if the three of you can distract... Mabel, I can try to talk to Tommy and see if he has any information about what Mabel may have been up to. That may be our best bet at the moment. Because while you are... Distracting? Well, you also under attack similarly as myself in that article. However, I am perhaps on the hook for a murder. Which I do find quite unfair... I do not agree with it myself, considering you all know exactly the circumstances of it, but I feel like going to this event may seem somewhat less suspicious of me. I agree. I 100% agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I You've understand. You've got to go. Mm-hmm. You guys are going to split up. The three of you, Eugenia, Ethel, and Alizé, will be going to the meeting. Maggie, you're going to be going to the servant's mm-hmm. entrance to try to... Catch Tommy. So we'll start with Maggie (laughs) first, and then we'll jump over to the society's meeting. Do I see Tommy somewhere? Actually, you do. He's out back, and he's, you know, taking his break. He's probably smoking a rolled cigarette or something. What a rebel. (laughs) Outside of Mabel's? Yes, near the service entrance, where his kind are allowed to Mm. sit. Oh, Oh, I'm, I'm really sorry to disturb you, Tommy. I was looking for the rest of my... Of the society, I oh, maybe they, I had the meeting place no, wrong. Uh, no, they uh, they meet at the house down the street. Yeah, oh. I thought you were a part of it. I, no, of of course, yeah. I'm so it's, I'm, I'm so stupid. I don't know why I thought we were meeting here at Mabel's. I, I'm, gosh, how silly of me. Can I? Of course. Uh, uh, how have you been? I mean, I've been. I've been all right, I guess. I mean, has anything interesting happened here? Shh. She was very excitable after you left, after the four of you left. Um, she was uh, very upset, and she slammed around the house a lot. And she had us count all of her handkerchiefs to make sure they were all accounted for. She had you count her handkerchiefs. It's not the weirdest thing we've done. Really? Yes. um, That seems quite odd, Tommy, if I'm going to be honest, counting handkerchiefs. 
the rich. Honestly, the rich are a, a weird breed. If you, uh, you know, they they have their uh, eccentricities. I yes, guess. Yes, I mean, I suppose that's true. I mean, did you see the newspaper? It's accusing the entire society of convorting with the prostitutes just because I'm a member. Are you the prostitute? I mean, Tommy, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I've got to be, right? Like, they've got to be targeting me or something, even though, honestly, Tommy, come on. What have I done, really? I don't think that there's anything wrong, wrong with uh, prostitutes. No, I don't either. I mean... It's a very valuable service that I offer. Uh, yes, um, it is a very... And if someone wanted to partake in that service, mm -hmm. uh, how much would that cost a well, person? I'm, I'm sure we could come up with some... <laughs> Other World London nights. <laughs> I would subscribe to that podcast. <laughs> like... Share and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> Hook me up with reading the shifter porn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Look, Tommy, I'm sure we could come up with some sort of agreement. Well, but what were you if thinking? I'm, if I'm being honest, I'm a little bit confused as to how whoever wrote the article got that information. Well, um... She, after you left, uh, sent out one of her uh, maids or, and I forget, I think it was, um, anyway, she sent out one of the, the maids and a paper man came back, took down a bunch of notes. I didn't hear anything because I don't work that side of the house, but I saw him come and go. So I'm I'm pretty sure that she used her connections to put the, all of that in there. But like you said, it's it's all slanderous. I, I know it's not true. Of course it's not true. Except for hopefully the prostitution part. <gasps> Tommy, you cared. But honestly, you know that I'm also a co-runner of the Rose Petals. So, like, you do know what I am, yeah? Uh, of course... Look, Tommy, would you do me a really, really small favour? Of course. If you hear Mabel talking anything about me or or Elise or or Ethel or Eugenia, could you just like maybe let me know? Absolutely. Um uh, I would like really appreciate it. Of of course, um Let's, uh, I'll come by and let you know what, what happens, okay? Yeah, of course. Like, you could stop by, or I could track you down. At your co-op? Mm-hmm. Um, well, I gotta get back to work, but I'll let you know soon. And he, uh... I look forward to it. He, like, uh, cause, you know, he's, like, <laughs> 19 or something, right? So... So mean. <laughs> His head is like, you know, just like, mm -hmm. <laughs> girl, girl. <laughs> so he runs off. <laughs> I'm like seeing images of like trains going through tunnels and things. <laughs> like, that's like, <laughs> fireworks. <laughs> All I've got is like old timey in imagery. Women all... eating pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Golly. 
you guys show up for the luncheon. Very late luncheon. Kate Plum comes to the door and she goes, Oh, hello. Um, hello, Kate. So good to see you this afternoon. I'm surprised to see you all here. Oh, why would you are be surprised? We, I'm sorry, why would you be surprised? Are we perhaps not welcome at this gathering? I think that you're welcome, of course. Um, come in. Thank you. Thank you. Mighty obliged. Mabel comes around the corner and she doesn't, she's like not looking towards the front. Because, Wilford, you idiot, I do not understand why I have to tell you the same thing over and. Uh... And again, Mabel seems to be quite difficult with her serving people. Oh, look. Um. Hello, you did Mabel. expect us to show up, considering we are a part of the society, Absolutely. correct? Absolutely. Uh, you would in. have no idea why there would be perhaps uh, unfair information about us in the newspaper. You wouldn't believe such stories, would you, Mabel? There was something about you in the newspaper. What? Oh, never mind, dear. Why don't we all go in and have a seat? I suppose it was beyond me to think that you would read a newspaper regularly, man. Well, no, I don't have much time. I usually have someone read it to me. Sometimes they skip parts. Was there something in the newspaper I should know about? I do believe we should move on to our regularly scheduled seance. Well, uh, the seance is on Friday night. This is the luncheon where we have a conversation do you all feel up to conversation? Oh, I would love to talk. Oh, yes. I feel like I haven't conversed in ages. Will you be able to talk without stopping so many times uh, in between? Uh, 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 I'm, like I'm sorry, that? Mabel, I, I, I don't understand. What oh, you mean. don't worry, dear. You'll get over it some oh, point. Oh, Mabel, you would not be so unkind as to point out any kind of speech deficiencies within our collective group, would you? No, of course not. I just uh, want to help her. Shall we adjourn to the I, I, uh, I luncheon don't think room? I need any help speaking with people. Thank That's you. very brave of you. She turns and walks away. Puncher. Well, I. <laughs> Ethel, Ethel is going to put a hand on Alize's <laughs> arm and just kind of give her sort of that, like, I get it Thank kind you. of look. Thank you. I needed that. We are in this together, and in this calm, together we shall stay remain. Calm, must stay calm before. Okay, yes. We All know right. we are in the right here. That is correct. We are here for information and reconnaissance. I shall stay focused on our mission. Thank you. Okay, so you guys get into the main room and sit down. And Wilford starts bringing in food and and uh, the little cakes and whatnot. And uh, she goes, um, so I'd like to welcome everybody to our weekly meeting. We should take a moment of silence for our dearly departed Rose, who unfortunately passed away under unsure circumstances. 
Ethel is going to point daggers with her eyes at Mabel during all of this, like uncomfortable levels of eye contact, and I know what the hell you did. <laughs> okay. please, please also pull out a handkerchief. I'm Just glad she to be like glad she added handkerchief, a bitch. The pull out <laughs> method never works. <laughs> Yuck, okay. yuck, 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 yuck. So, um, she goes, um, we should have a moment of silence. Don't you think, Ethel, that we should remember our poor departed friend? I quite agree, especially considering that I took her in to try and make sure that she was taken care of in a way that most others were not. In fact, Mabel, my dear, do you have a handkerchief that I could borrow? No. Are you telling me you don't have a handkerchief inside this entire lovely home that you have to console me with as so many of our others are feeling so sad at the loss of our Rose? Calm down. I said we should remember her, not be melodramatic about her. How can you not feel something about her, Mabel, unless... Perhaps you did not feel the same way the rest of us did about Rose. Well, I think that it should be remembered that the English know how to act in all company in ways that Americans, being not of the same stature, don't understand. But if you must have a handkerchief, I'm sure Wilford has one if he hasn't misplaced it with every other thing in this damn house. I'm... Mabel, your language. Hey. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. Uh, Eugenia, how are every, how's everything at home with your husband? Is he watching his heart and making sure that he's not too upset about the way the world turns? Everything is splendid at home, Mabel. How are things with your husband? Oh, just fine. Now, um, before the hysterics of our former I'm friend, sorry, may I excuse myself? Please do. I'm going to use this opportunity to leave this room and go look around the house. Okay. You... Remove yourself and go to, like, wherever the powder room or whatever is, and then... Actually, I'm going to go look for where Mabel's room is. Right, that's what I'm saying, okay. that you'll, you're, you're, like, going towards the powder mm-hmm. room and then... But in a way that's unacceptably so to the British, so that all the servants are made uncomfortable by the weeping and don't know how to engage her. Well, there's only Wilford here. Oh, well, screw that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... You uh, you kind of make a, a beeline to the upstairs area. <laughs> All right, so you start looking around and you hear Wilford come up behind you. He goes, um, Madam, do you need any help? Honestly, just need a moment. Uh, we were discussing the dear departed Rose. I'm sure you are quite aware, and uh, Miss Mabel did uh, say that you... Uh, I asked for a handkerchief, and she did accuse you of moving things around the house. Madam, I, I read the article, and I dislike my employer probably 
as much as you can imagine. So again, I ask, is there anything I can do to help you? I do have to wonder if Mabel was the cause of the slander and information within the newspaper. Yes. <laughs> she I, has been most unkind. She is an unkind person. Would you... I understand that telling me any information would be putting your job at jeopardy, and I would not feel quite... Ma'am, uh, I went to the East End to warn your friend Maggie before Mabel had her establishment raided. I don't really care if I can get another job at another place if I have to. So again, without the weepiness, can I help you? Yes, you can. And I would also like to offer you some employment. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That sentence right there is a great place for us to stop, actually. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you all so much for for listening. We really appreciate it. And before we go, though, let's talk about uh, social media and where you can find everybody. I will start with myself. You can find me on Twitter and Facebook at platemailgames.com. All the audio you hear is from myself and my wife, uh, Michelle, who is Miss uh, Eugenia. And everything you hear, you know, you can buy tracks for your own games on RPG. And I will now pass it over to Terry. Oh, hello. I'm Terry Gamble playing Alizé Carew. So much fun hanging out with you. You can find me, I am Terry Gamble, at Twitter, Little Terry Sunshine on the Instagram, terrygamble.com website. Uh, and Terry Gamble, if you just look me up on the Facebooks and all that kind of good stuff, you can follow my fan page. Um, that's Terry with one R and Gamble like Las Vegas, baby. And I am Kelsey Osborne playing Maggie Cooper, your favorite cooperative prostitute <laughs> of the 1890s. Thank you very, very much. You can follow me on all of the Twitters and all of the Instagrams at Kelsey Kelsum. That's K-E-L-S-E-Y-K-E-L-S-E-M. Thank you, darlings. I really, really appreciate it. Hey, I'm Mac Beauvais. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as at Strange Like That. And it's also been said that if you say my name into a mirror three times, I will appear. But you would better have alcohol ready to give me, especially because I also help co-host a podcast called Disney Distilled, where we drink and talk about Disney news, and you can find us everywhere as Disney Distilled. And I am Michelle Otis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram on at Michulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. Once again, it was uh, a great game. Thank you, everyone. And thank you for listening. We will see you next time on Otherworld London. <laughs>